Hey there, and welcome to Ascend and Conquer, a brand new podcast where we talk all about ascending and conquering whatever it is we want to ascend and conquer. These two words hold so much depth, and we all receive and perceive them differently. What do they mean to you? Join Tina Marie weekly along with special guests for a certified fresh episode that we hope will enlighten, revolutionize, give new perspective on life, its obstacles, and how to overcome them. So much for tuning in to Ascend and Conquer, a brand new podcast where we talk all about ascending and conquering whatever it is that we want to ascend and conquer. With me today, I have two very special guests. They're also both fellow podcasters and super great people, or as Jerry and Shirt says, super dope people. It's Phil Lenny. Better, better. It's better. Yes. No, 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 it's fine. Um, so I forgot that I'm in the wrong account, but my, uh, <laughs> I go by both my, we're having a really fun day. Hold on. Is, yeah. Can we change? Nah, who cares? Um, I go by Phil Better, uh, is my podcaster name. My, my everyday name is Phil Lemure. Uh, Phil Lemure is just the, Phil Better is just the translation of my last name, which is, uh, the better in English from French. So, yeah. Awesome. And we also have Jerry and and today it's Blaze, Jerry and Smith, if I'm if I'm remembering correctly. And yep, yep. we'll start with Jerry and Jerry and tell us a little bit about yourself and your podcast to start. Cool. Uh, hey, uh, hey, guys. Uh, thanks for the invite. Glad to be on here. My name is Jerry and Blaze. Uh, my podcast is called The Cloud Chronicles. Y'all check it out. We do interviews with people from uh actors producers whatever small businesses uh we just try to keep it light no politics that's that's my only rule you know what i'm saying <laughs> all day for for i think the most podcasters that want to have that whole audience i think we try to avoid politics at all costs <laughs> yeah. thank you thanks for being here and yesterday i was on phil better's show uh please tell us about that phil so you were on one of my many plethora of shows because I am a peripheral uh, podcaster. It was called Investing Yourself, the podcast series, where we talk about how you transformed uh, your brand and yourself from one podcast to a new podcast after some personal issues. And it's uh, it's a resource for podcasters to learn uh, from what I'm doing, growing my podcast and the podcast of my clients so that they can try and grow their podcast as well. Do it for cheap. I'd give about, usually I go live every uh, weekday, Monday to Friday for about 10 to 15 minutes, or I have an interview with a guest and and that's how it is. That's the live show and the podcast is all a menage of everything. And I have some other podcasts, but uh, I'm more here to talk about uh, the podcast series. That's awesome. So Jerry and then Phil met in podcasting. And yesterday you got some pretty amazing news, Jerry and not Jerry on. I'll take that out later. <laughs> uh, I did. I did. Um with the help of uh, Phil right here, um, got my first sponsor. Yay! So I'm a little over a year into the whole game, and I got my first sponsor, and I'm not going to lie, I had some tears of joy. So big shout-out to my boy Phil. That was awesome, man. I mean, uh, it's, it's Hemperita. Let me go ahead and say that. Hemperita, uh, Phil, Phil hooked it all up, man. So 
Um, his new nickname after this, I call him the pod god. Oh, <laughs> that's funny. How to stay humble with that. I like that, man. That it's it's stuck, bro. You are the pod god. Oh, thank that's you. Nice. Wow, what an amazing compliment. That's amazing. Uh, great congratulations to you. And Bill, congratulations to you for helping people achieve stuff like that. Now let's talk. I'd really like to get to know a little bit about both of you on a more intimate level. So Jerry, and where did you kind of like grow up? Did you have like a stable household or did you move around a lot? I was stable. Um, two parents uh, the whole time. Um, dad was a minister and worked at the school. Mom worked at another school. So um, it was pretty stable, man, strict. Uh, I was playing sports. I was not into trouble. <laughs> Mom didn't allow it. So dad was more of the cool laid back one, man. But I had a, I had a great upbringing, man. I can't complain at all. So That's shout awesome. out to my parents. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Jerry's parents. And Phil, yeah. what about you? Did you move around a lot too? Or I mean, did you move around a lot at all? Because I moved around a lot, like all the time. So I moved uh, not too much, but Yes and no to answer your question. Yes or no. So when I was uh, five, I moved from uh, where I was born and grew up to another province um, to the Atlantic coast, Prince Edward Island for about two years. I lived there and then I moved to just outside Ottawa, uh, the capital of Canada, uh, a little a suburb called Orleans, lived there for about eight months. And then I moved back to is the, the same town I grew up in, like I was born in called Lorraine and but we moved from like one section to another within a few years like we came back lived in one section and then we moved up and lived pretty much my parents sold the the house off about maybe two years ago now and so they're now in a condo on that but uh yeah so I I've I've moved personally uh, about a dozen times like just apartments and all that in my whole life so yeah you could say I moved a lot but at the same time I no I didn't so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess the reason that I kind of bring it up is I've been like in a serious state of transition, like a serious state of flux for the past six months, even if I'm not moving physically, which I have several times. Like I was staying in Airbnbs and it was super stressful, but now I'm finally settled at like a really nice apartment and I'm happy with that. So I kind of had to deal with all of that on top of trying to get this podcast rolled out. And it's been really hard on me and it's been really draining. So I guess my next question is, since we're all so different in that regards, um, cause I was always overseas and stuff. And then Phil, you're moving province to province and Jerry and you pretty much were in a stable place. Let's, let's talk about what ascend means to both of you. Ascend. Uh, okay. I can, I can jump on that. Um, ascend uh, for me, just like means you're, you're where you are now. You want to go to the next level. Like you want to bring yourself to start living and being at the level you want to be. So you're always ascending. I always look at it like, where do I want to be in five years and how can I start living like that now? What can I do right now that emulates what it is, where I want to be, where I want to ascend to in my next five years, either in business or personal wise or any aspect of my, my life. That's what I look like when I, I think of ascend, like it's bringing me to the next level where I'm going to be in the next five years. Okay. Thank you for that. What about you, Jerry? Um, definitely. I kind of have to agree with Phil, just taking whatever you're trying to do to the next level. Um, you may be in a 
you know, like maybe you're in a down spot in your life and you're, you know, extended at that point just means getting back to the old you. And, um, you know, uh, it's, it's really just a mindset. I would say like, I I'm a big believer in the law of attraction. So I visualize a lot of stuff, everything that's happened, you know, in the year of podcasting, I've seen it in my head. And manifested felt, it. Yeah. Yeah. I've literally have manifested it. I've felt the happy feelings and everything and then put the work to it and it's all come together. So that's right. Yeah. That's a good way to look at it. And I think, yeah, both really good answers and pretty much on par with what I think it means that there's so many different meanings to it. So in order to ascend, that means we're facing some obstacles along the way in your lives. What were some obstacles that kind of got you to where you are today when you hated it at the time or you held a disdain for something at the time, but now you look back and in retrospect, it's like, wow, that was helping me grow. I have to follow my God. Go Phil. <laughs> yeah, no, I got this. This one is going to be kind of heavy. Um, so uh, I'm sorry for kind of like killing the mood kind of. Uh, but uh, in 20, about 2018, 2019, I ended a seven year relationship uh, with someone that I thought I would spend the rest of my life with. Uh, she kind of ended it. Um, it was mutual, if you will. Um, knew it was coming. It was a toxic final few years, like some relationships get when it's not health, when both parties aren't healthy and that. And then 2019 just ended in this horrible, like, year for me. Uh, ended up uh, starting going into a depression and darker round and then in 2020 i had a, a burnout which made me have a medical leave from work and all that at the time was like the i'm looking like going through it was the worst part of my life like the amount of time i would just like just every once in a while just think maybe you know suicide might maybe but then it's like i would get a message from my sister showing me a picture of my nephew or something so it was just like okay that's a little bright point just like a Aww. glimmer of light or something just to just like that like you know dopamine you know like just that like little fix enough just to get over the hump you know um yeah. kind of like what an addict would have and that's what i kind of felt like yeah. i would never consider it like what an addict goes through but like if that is like on par like or like right. what something it feels like i can sympathize at least with them or empathize and so uh and when i had my burnout I, I i stopped working and i was i just took some time to heal i was going through therapy and i learned like that was great and then a full year of therapy later like I, i'm i'm done therapy i go on uh, when i need it whenever i call her up great therapist but after a year i've i've come and i look back where i was when I had my burnout and the year before, like in 2019, I look where I was and how dark I was at that point. And I look where I am now, where I'm helping podcasters monetize their podcasts. I'm helping uh, new podcasters launch. I have like three or four clients launching podcasts right now. I have one who's already launched, you know, and I'm in discussions with others to help them grow or monetize their podcast the ways I have with my other podcasts. And I'm like, holy shit. And this is all thanks to something that like, if you look back, like I started listening to podcasts just six years ago, about let's say started my first podcast four years, uh, four years ago. And now I'm able to like monetize and use that skills to help, you know, people who are just starting go, yeah, look, let's jump through the bullshit that I had to go through. Here's the plan that can help you like start rolling and start getting money for it. So it's like, everything's coming to tuition and it's like, you you know, I'm 
I, I, it was, it's shitty, but if I didn't have that seven year toxicity, I would know, not really seven years of toxicity, but a relationship goes toxic. I would be like, okay, I know what to watch out for. I know what I need to fix. You know, I, I know what I like in relationship, what I need to do. So my personal life, like that's like, okay, I'm more selective there. And, and I now have started my own business that's going successfully. And, you know, I'm, I'm slowly trying to minimize my actual day to day so that I'm a full-time podcaster, which I wish I was back six years ago, you know? So that's pretty much, uh, something that I hated at a time, but it came to love. I'm learning to love. Thank you for sharing that with us. That's really, that's really deep. And I'm sure a lot of people can agree that they felt that way at some point at one time or another. How about you, Jarian? Um, I was definitely, I was kind of like Phil in a bad, uh, bad place. I always knew I wanted to do something with broadcasting since seventh, eighth grade. I had a teacher pull me aside. She said, you need to do something in radio or TV. So the year I was in college, I majored in that. I made sure I did that. So at least I took some classes toward that and everything. Um, but once the pandemic hit, I was just like, what am I doing? I'm not doing, I felt like I was just not doing anything, not going anywhere, just in this like stale position. And, you know, we all know we have some talent and I felt like, okay, I have this talent and I'm sitting on it and I'm not going to get this time back. So let me get the ball rolling in this podcast thing. Let me stop making excuses. Well, well if a TV company saw me, well, if an agent could see me, let me just make my own stuff. And that's kind of how I got the ball rolling and got me out of that funk I was in and met a lot of interesting people. Yeah, today, so. that's awesome. And like being in a funk is, you know, all of us feel things so differently. We mm-hmm. all hit a dark spot or what someone else might call a rock bottom might not be somebody else's rock bottom, but they feel things equivalently. And so it's something that we need to be aware of. I think um, with everybody that we deal with is we don't know what they're going through internally ever. We don't know what they've been through. And so I think that podcasting is really genuine in that way where when I love live streaming, but just hearing somebody's voice and what they have to say and taking away the way someone looks and just that's all you can hear. And then when you just focus on their words, there's so much there to be set. And I think that's why podcasting is so awesome. Yeah, it's it's like an intimate one-on-one nearly conversations like when I'm listening to podcasts if it's a solo podcast like my uh, client Lloyd Ross who does the money grows on trees podcast where he teaches people about how to make financial choices smarter and like side hustles and all that and he he was pretty much the guy who kind of kicked my ass into starting my career but listening to his podcast it's like he's I have this one-on-one conversation with this amazing person who's doing something that I want to be like, you know, he's investing and has over a million dollars invested, you know, and he's has successful businesses. So it's like, I can model myself after him because I'm listening to his wise words, what he's doing. Kind of like if I'm listening, if I want to learn how to speak another language by listening to another podcaster who teaches that. So it's, I have this like personal lesson going on, whereas also, if I want to learn about someone like this interview right now, people can go, I want to learn more about Phil's, you know, 
personal side less than his business side so they can listen to this podcast there's because it's a chance to interact between someone who's like i don't want to know about phil the mogul i want to know about phil lemire you know that's why i'm you know silly enough that's what's kind of great that i have phil lemire and still feel better because you're getting more of a personal side than yeah. you know the 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 character the mask that i would portray if i'm selling something you know like yes i'm every once in a while mentioning like lloyd is a client of mine because his podcast helped me start you know take my knowledge and monetize it just like he, he monetized his knowledge. And, you know, I, I took my knowledge as of monetization and helped Jerry in over there, get his first, uh, you know, first, uh, uh sponsor for his podcast. And Yay. it's going to be first of many. Cause he has this one, like he, he, his teacher said, like, I see the same thing in him that his teacher did. Like you have to get into broadcasting. And the fact that I'm like trying so much stuff and taking in this knowledge and Jerry is following me. I'm, I'm, I give away most of all my, my ideas. Like you watch my live streams. It's me. I'm like, look, this is what I've tried. Like I started something new with your episode that I'm like, I'm going to try this and I've gotten positive feedback from it. So I'm like, okay, now how do I 10 X this? Like, how can I take this and do it better for my clients and my other people in my thing, but also make it a lot easier for people. I find people. that selfless. I find that to be a very selfless thing and a very humble thing. Even if it's, you know, it all helps our egos when we podcast because, hey, yeah, let, let's be real here. Uh, but like, <laughs> <laughs> but also, it, I think it's really humble to help each other. And there's like a different aspect to that. So some people might say that as podcasters, oh, we have the gift of gab and this and that. But when we are being our genuine selves on shows like where we could just talk about whatever, like it's it's so cool to see how much we're all really the same. Like mm -hmm. we have all been through something really similar or we've all been through something that really hurt us deeply and we've overcome things because that's why we all woke up today. Yeah, I, I think it, it is like we, we all somehow got we've been hurt. Like podcasters, usually uh, people who have been hurt in one way or I can see how other people have been hurt and they're like we I, I feel your pain I know what you've gone through we may have not had the same pain but we have that like we we've had that pain like either emotional pain type or physical pain or whatever we we see we can empathize with the other person and it's like you know what you've supported me I'm going to support you because I know that's what I would want yeah. someone supporting me so I'm going to give that support to you like I when I started podcasting it was like like no one was sharing anything. It was like so secretive. How did you get on the, how did you get on the news and noteworthy? Like you, you had to go to dark, like the dark web, you, you go to the dark web and send like cryptocurrency and just pray. It's not a virus that comes back. You know, it was like deep, dark, like Russian nuclear sub secrets. Oh boy. <laughs> it. And then like when I started learning and I'm like, okay, I'm going to start putting some money and I've put money into like learning how to be better. I've paid for masterclass. I paid for coaches because it's like, I know, I want to get a be become a better. And so I'm taking that knowledge. I'm like, holy, I have this like reservoir of knowledge. And I'm like, I'm not going to make it like you have to go through an Indiana Jones level thing. I'm like, I'm going to give you piecemeal it out for you so that you guys can enjoy it at your leisure. But if you want to know like 10 exit or you want like help going to the next level, Hey, I, I will offer that to you. I can sell that to you. But you, like, like I said, you have to pay. Oh, and so, yeah. <laughs> going uh, back. Going back to what you were saying, that was like 
it hit me and then he went on phil we're, we're <laughs> opening up we're opening up here so you mentioned like we've all been you feel like all podcasters have been hurt in some way and i do agree with that i think that most of us had at some point a lack of feeling heard or at least it doesn't mean that you weren't heard by your parents or something but maybe by someone and we it's not that we want to hear ourselves talk. It's just that we love that other people are listening to what we have to say. They find value in it. And no, we're also narcissists. We're all uh, narcissists. No, we're not. <laughs> yeah, we are. The deep down, it's secretly we want people to hear our that message. Narcissists don't use that term so loosely. <laughs> but yeah, but no, you're, oh, you're I've, right. I've, it's also like I've like Jerry's like was told and he he agreed to like he wanted to be in broadcasting. How better is it that now we're coming into an age where thanks to Facebook, thanks to StreamYards, thanks to Zoom, thanks to YouTube, I can have a fully sh I can do a show. Be seen, you know, be heard. Like I can have my own thing. Yes, like, yes I get one view. I still get one view. There's one Woo! person out there listening, <laughs> watching, or interacting with my thing, and that's all I can care about as an as a person. That's like, oh, you know, that gives me that little, you know, bump, that little thing, and more it feeds the incense the the deep down core of us being heard, us being understood, and us being seen. Because everybody wants to be seen. And the people who have been hurt throughout their lives, wherever it is, like in the podcast community, they see the genuine people, not the people taking, putting on a, a show for other individuals or, or not, or trying to be something they're not like, that's why we love seeing more celebrities having the, their conversations and interviews because it's not manufactured. Yeah. Like yeah. you can watch stuff on like YouTube on a press junk and you're like, this is manufactured. They're giving the same answer because they're only being asked the same question. Whereas right. when they get, you know, like on Dax Shepard's armchair expert podcast, Cast and they're just chit-chatting. You have two friends because they're usually your friends or yeah, you know, some of them are on a, a media tour, but they're not asking the same questions. You're getting these more uh, personal and you're like, okay, I can like this individual a bit more. It's not as, it doesn't feel as manufactured, you know? That's why late night was such a, a thrill because it was like, oh, it's after night, you know? The kids aren't going to watch it. It's only the adults. <laughs> so it's like, oh, adults being adults. So it's fine. It's cute. It's like, so if if it's a little loose, you know, a little cocktail with Johnny Car Cochran or Johnny uh, Carson, it's not that bad because it's for the adults. But as we grow as a, and mature as an, uh, in a society, the age goes more and more up and we want to get more and more of that segment. And so you have to t tone down what's being done. And so now it's so weird because you're like, where do we fit in? So we have to find our own channels. Well, we and that's have. what podcasting does. And we all now can go, oh, well, if this person does it, then I can do it. And the narcissism will just be fed into the <laughs> circle, just growing and growing. And it comes back to narcissism, Jeez, ladies and gentlemen. Come on. No, no, I have no. Plans for too long. This is it. We are not narcissists. I feel like all podcasters are more empaths than anything. I think so too. I think that I think we all have, like, think, okay. Yeah, I, like I he said it. He he said it in his what he was saying, like we all feel. Yes, like empaths. You know what I, mean? I think that what it gets confused, okay? Narcissists and narcissistic personality disorder, not the same thing. We all have narcissistic traits. We definitely do. We're all narcissists. And, but that doesn't make you a narcissist because narcissists don't have feelings. Narcissists are scary. There you go. They don't. Mm -hmm. It's a fact. They okay? don't have empathy. 
but like we do love to see our downloads though <laughs> Like, like social media just proved how narcissistic our, how narcissistic we are. Like we all deny that we're, we don't, no, no, I don't have narcissistic. Oh, how many likes? Like I I get caught. I I get caught all the time going, oh, that's got 14 likes, but this one got 35. What did I do differently? What can I do better? I like to just make people happy. Like I like go on there and I do just say like whatever I'm feeling at the moment. Like sometimes I'll be like, I'm eating cheese balls and playing video games all day. And then sometimes I'll be like, you guys remember to love yourself because that's how I feel at the moment. And I want to spread that love and positivity because there's such a lack of it. And And that's your brand. That's your brand, that authentic nature. But I use, I use social media in a completely different way. I use it as business tools because I look at it as a business. Like Mark Zuckerberg has just given me the keys to like unlimited money. Like he just was like, here's my printing press. Go ahead, print away, buddy. Start small though. Okay, start with the small bills and work your way up. Because if you look at it, if you, you, you listen to some of these podcasts and that make money and they go, this is how I do it. And you're like, holy shit, you only have one year of, and you made how much? I have six years. I can be, what the hell's wrong with me? Well, I appreciate that. I think that's like, you know, that's everybody's got a different perspective and I can appreciate that about you. You're a go-getter and a goal-getter and you help other people reach their goals in the podcasting realm. And like, that's your bread too. And like, that's, that's pretty awesome thing. Like everybody looks at it differently and I respect your opinion. I also would just want to help. Listen, guys, before I get out of here, I want to say thank you so much for the invite. First of all, Tina, to your, to this, and Phil, um, sorry, I have to go short, but you know, I have some prior obligations, but yes, uh, everybody, thank you so much, Phil. Thank you personally, man, that what you did dope, no words, uh, Tina, love your show. Keep doing your thing. This has been a great conversation. I'm going to share it everywhere. Um, I gotta go. I love you guys. Peace. Love you too. Have a good day. Later, brother. All right. You too. Bye. Did you play a sound, Phil? Pardon? Did you play a sound like on your soundboard? Or was oh, I, I accidentally hit my mic road. Uh, Dude, I accidentally... It sounded so cool. It was like perfect timing with um yeah. with him saying like, love you guys. It was like, boom, like you did it on yeah. purpose. No, complete accident, complete accident. Yeah. A, a happy accident. Uh, yeah, very so, happy accident. Um, so let's talk a little bit about like what your goals are because the conquer part of Ascend and Conquer, we haven't gotten to that yet. So what what challenges do you have right now in day-to-day life and not just within podcasting that make it hard for you or have you kind of gotten past that hump or do you have creative blocks sometimes like what's your you called it a pain point on your show yesterday pain pain point right now my biggest pain point is stopping myself from creating new shows because i come up with ideas for like okay this is how I can, this is how you can monetize this type of podcast. So I was like, okay, I went, I want to become an entrepreneur. I want to become an authority with entrepreneurs, but I also want to learn how to be an entrepreneur. So I started interviewing entrepreneurs. That's the best, fastest, quickest way interview people. So I started interviewing them. And then after two seasons, 24, uh, 42 episodes, I was like, I could be an entrepreneur. And I started, was like, I started asking some of my guests kind of like, 
hesitantly like, oh, if you ever need help with a podcast, let me know. Or if you ever need to be on a guest on a podcast, let me know. And one of Lloyd being the first one was like, yeah, I would love to. He's like, I don't have time. Like I'm too busy. And he's a millionaire, right? He's running businesses. He has his investments. He's doing, he's a busy guy. And he, he realized time is money. So if I can pay someone to take care of it. So I got him onto like five other podcasts, uh, Maria's podcast and a few others. And uh, I think Mick as well from uh, the scene snobs. Excuse me. And, and and Tony from Stock Bros and a couple others. And he loved it. He came back to me and I, I had mentioned during the interview, I'm like, you know what? You should have a podcast. You have like all this knowledge. And he's like, oh, I've been thinking about it. I've been dabbling. And he's Australian. So, you know, he, he's charming as all fuck. Uh, excuse my language. And then he comes back to me and he's like, dude, let's do it. What do we need to do? And I'm like, uh, uh, we do this. I had no idea. I was like, oh my God, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Right. Cause I never thought about it. Like I never thought someone would pay me to do their thing. So we came up with the, I'm like, this is what you need to do. This is the price. He's like, cool. Uh, this is what we're going to do. We're going to start like this. And then if it, once we see some success, then we'll start. So we go, I'm like, all right, okay. Cool. Uh, so we did it and boom, like within the first, we did, we did, we had a soft launch the first month and we got about like eight something downloads. We didn't really promote it. And then the next month he started blasting it to his email list and we jumped to nearly 2000 downloads and it was only in four episodes and then boom. And we've been just climbing and climbing. We hit it uh, within the first three months. We hit number one in Australia in the how to category, New Zealand. And I think in Finland as well, we've, we've, we've been in the charts. uh, We've always been in the top 50 at least, or even top 30 of the charts for the last little while. Do you ever sleep? I do sleep. I do sleep. But like, this is easy promo for me because now I've, I set up a system. I have an automated system. Like Lloyd drops his, his, he, this is how much time Lloyd spits. He's, his episodes are about 15 to 20 minutes. Uh, so he comes with four episodes a week and we're doing, we're, we're we launched a second set, uh, a second um, series that, that's Ask a Millionaire that with Apple podcasts, we're going to monetize now. We're going to put it behind a paywall because there's so much value. We're, it's one of the ones that we're getting the most downloads. And we're like, you know what, we're going to put this behind a paywall. I might have such- you help me with mine. I have no problem. I do this all the time. It's part of what I, I what what Lloyd and other clients pay me for. Um, so we we set it up. We're going to be setting it up behind a paywall. So he just sends me because he does master classes with yeah. his in his sales funnel. Uh, the people that buy his products they get to, get to go to these master classes and ask him a question, ask other milita- millionaires questions that he in his network, so that other people can learn how to become millionaires. Because like you you are the product of the five people you hang around with. So he sends me the audio and I just clip it into audible tracks and I put it in and then he sends me his, so that's an hour of his time uh, that he just sends to me and it's an unlimited supply of uh, content, but then his, he spends, you know, two hours recording the uh, audio. He records it, writes the title, sends it to me, records it, writes the title, sends it to me, records it, writes the title, sends it to me. I get it. I put it into my, uh, my system. I do all my templates, make it sound beautiful mm-hmm. at the, the intro, the outro, make it like perfect for him. Upload it, do the show notes. I have a simple template, easy to fill in. Boom. It's done. So he's spending like, let's say three hours of his life on his podcast like honestly working on his podcast. I spend about an hour on his podcast a week. 
because I'm not breaking up an hour worth of time, like in a day. No, that's going to take too long because there's a cleaning up, you know, because the audio is not always the greatest because the people aren't calling in with proper equipment. So there's a lot of work I have to do. So like I'm spending about an hour, like once I get his four episodes, I usually pound those out in an hour and it's done. And I'm like, okay, he's, that's okay. Now his second show is more work than that. So that's about an hour a week that I do on him. And that's all I do. And whenever he's like, Phil, I need stats or this, I'm like, we work together. So that only takes an hour of my, like an hour a week uh, or two max, if anything. (laughs) And then my six podcasts take about, well, they take a lot of time a week because I'm always doing interviews. I'm always working on them, but generally the back end is usually about an hour a day to two hours a day. I'm working on my podcast. I just sit down, I go, okay, clack, 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 clack. I, I made an automation and this is what I teach in my packages and the webinars that I'm going to be hosting later on, on how to like, you know, grow your podcast, how to maximize your time, how to make life easy for you so that you're not spending 16 hours on your podcast. Cause that's ridiculous. Like you have a full-time job, you have a mom, whatever, like you don't have time to do it. So I'm going to teach you how to do it in my webinars and my courses, how to maximize it. Yeah, no, that's cool. And like a lot of people, they really care about monetization and they really want that. And everybody defines success differently. So I actually Mm -hmm. want to ask you, how do you, we'll play a little game. Uh, We'll do like five questions or whatever. Done. Let's go. So um, how do you define success in one sentence? My inner circle is happy. That's, that's very good. What is your greatest achievement? Being the Funkle. The Funkle. That sounds like a fun time. I wish I had a Funkle. I do, but they're all in the Philippines. Okay. (laughs) What's one item that's not podcast related that's on your bucket list? One item on my list that's not podcast related. So I, I've lucky enough kicked off my biggest one and I was going to Ireland. I was able to visit Ireland uh, in 2019. So like 2019 wasn't the worst, but it was also not the greatest year of my life. Uh, I got to see Ireland. Um, uh, but um, I, I lost my, uh, my mother's father. So my, we, we called him Poppy. That was his, uh, his nickname. I lost my, my, uh, my Poppy, uh, like around two, around nine eleven, like oh, around then. I'm so sorry. Not during nine eleven, but during the same year, I I believe right. so. Oh. And I I loved him, and like I only had two real grandparents growing up because I lost my my other grandparent, my grandfather, uh, when I was like five. So I barely like remember him. I have brief like fl- flutters of a memory, yeah. and my mother's mom died before my parents got married. So I never knew the lady, but she was apparently a a, a lovely lady. And I also uh, had two grandparents. Yeah. Right. So my, and my grandfather, my poppy, he fought in the second world war. He was a radio man. Yes. Mine too. So he landed on the beaches of Normandy and I've always wanted to do the trek that he did through Europe. Yeah. during the second world war and just visit some places and kind of be like an extra level. Like my grandfather could have walked through this. My grandfather could have been here. Oh, wow. And so I kind of have that like a little bit of connection. And he came from Scotland when he was 12. 
So I would want to go to the uh, go go to his hometown because he he visited before he passed away years before he passed away. He when he retired, he visited back to uh, back to uh, Scotland and and visited his hometown. So I wanted I want to do the same. I want to visit my grandfather's hometown, see there, and be kind of like my grandfather at one time when he was yeah. a young boy was the here. Piece of ancestry for you. Yeah, like connect to my roots because. I, I, I never really got the opportunity. Like I look back and I wish I had, I, I wish I was a, a smarter child and like talked and like talked with my grandparents and like got to know them Aww. more. But I, but I was, yeah, a, I was a shy, timid child. You know, I only blossomed into the flower that I am today when I was like 18, 19, when psychedelic drugs, no, um, when <laughs> I started, uh, you know, working in that uh, in different jobs and started interacting with people who kind of were like, I like this person. And that's when I learned, like, that's how you grow as a person is you find people that have traits that you admire and you try and go, okay, yeah. what traits don't I like? Okay. Let's not look at those traits. Let's copy these traits. And you, you like, you refine your thing and you're like, okay, this person has the level of success that I want. Like I I've interviewed uh, a great guy named uh, Morgan Nelson. Uh, thanks to Lloyd who at, I believe 21 uh, 21. Yeah. He's 23 now, I believe, or something like that was financially free for life. Wow, that's pretty awesome. Like, just like, I'm like, I wish at 21, I was like, I had the foresight to be able to do that. Yeah. And I'm like, and, and like my Lloyd says, like, it's the best time to plant a tree was five years ago. Well, the next best time is right fucking now. Hell yeah. Like, I gotta live in the now. Like plant the tree now, work on it now. Don't look for the get rich quick stuff. Like do the, put in the work. And work. Like, and like there's, and the internet's making it easier and easier. And that's what I love. The internet is made for money. Like the, 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 the capitalists have done the perfect job of creating the perfect money printing machine in the internet because it gives you access to 7 billion people, right. not just your local community anymore. Like a, a mom and pop store now can only f- do about a thousand people. You know, like if you think about it in a small town, it's about a thousand, maybe, maybe, you know, 10,000 people. Right. Someone on the internet can reach 7 billion people. Yeah, that's very true. So you, I would say like you're very like, you know, goal oriented and, and the money is the motive and a lot of the money, the money, the, the money isn't the motive. The money is the tool to get to my means. My means is to be able to work one month and have off another month or be That's like, you know what? I want to take six months off right now and just backpack Europe or, you know, you yeah. know, I'm just going to go to Australia and just, you know, live a beach bum like, life in clear Australia. My head and be yeah. Like, you know, happy. and just like, you know, go on this retreat or, you know, spend some time in the Amazon, you know, tr- trekking down a shaman to try ayahuasca, you know, Ooh. and go on, go on a spiritual journey. Like I know I want to try something and go on this spiritual journey and go so with, see what's next. Cause I am a creative, but I grew up in the, I, I know being a creative is too too hard. So I'm like, how can I learn to make money? And then it's like, okay, I know how to make money. I know how to study people who make money. And I am now creative. And I'm like, I know how to podcast. I'm really good at fucking podcasting. People tell me all the time, damn, you're a good podcaster. I'm like, eh, I'm okay. <laughs> and then it's like, I can take this and I can take this knowledge, put it together. Now I can help podcasters who never had the chance and business owners who want to become podcasters or entrepreneurs who want to become podcasters, but don't have the time or the patience to learn. So it's like, well, I know time is money. That's very valuable to people. I have the knowledge and I spent the time. So I'm going to put it together and do that. 
and just teach. And right now is like the opportune time. So anybody who's podcasting, like this is the perfect time. Like you can take a podcast, you've podcast once a day, you have, uh, or even live stream once a day for 30 days, you have 30 podcast episodes. You have 30 YouTube videos. You have 30 articles. You have 30 posts for Instagram. You have 30 tweets. You have 30 uh, Facebook posts. All this content that you can constantly reuse over and over again to keep promoting yourself and promoting your, your knowledge. Like this is what like the power of podcasting does. Like if it's just audio, okay. Or if it's just visual, like right now, people are like, this is how much power you have. Like one hour a day, you can create so much content. Like Lloyd spends one to two hours and he has a, a, a month worth of content or he has months worth of content. Like if I just take Lloyd's, we, we stop Lloyd's regular and we just do ask a millionaire. Lloyd does it. Lloyd does once a month. He does these. That's 12 a year. That's 12 hours he spends on it, yeah. would spend on his podcast. And each hour you get maybe through like a dozen questions. Yeah. So that's a lot of, a lot of knowledge, content. a wealth of knowledge and a wealth of content. So that's awesome. But Phil, we are running close to time. Sorry. And- that's okay. It was all about you guys anyways. And you can always come back again and we can go real, real deep because I like to have deep conversations. Sometimes. Yes, you do. And they're really fun and not fun. I mean, it's just really good to keep our eyes open and remember who we are at the core of our being. It's so important yeah. because if we don't know who we are, we don't know where we're going. Exactly. Well, I love Bill, it's been such an honor to have you on the show to give everybody what your socials are. And yeah, it's very easy. If you want to listen to any of my podcasts, visit investinyourselfpod.com. And if you want to follow me, go to Instagram at podcaster, feel better. That's the best place to go. There's those two locations from there. You can follow me across the world. I like simple things because I'm a simple man. So at podcaster, feel better on Instagram and investinyourselfpod.com to learn how to become an entrepreneur or how to start your own podcast. Awesome. Thank you so much, Phil. I hope you have an awesome day up there in Canada <laughs> and, and get lots of podcast work done today. Just have a fantabulous day. You as well. Have a great day. And remember, guys, leave a five-star review for Tina. Oh, thank you. Have a great one. Bye. Bye.